0: Tracy and I'm Wendell. Welcome to Family Leadership Podcast.
1: We help young families develop meaningful relationships so they can lead with purpose and build a legacy for generations to come.
0: Let's get started. So, today we're going to continue this story about the big green van. I hope you guys have been thinking about your big green van stories and just taking those in and, you know, remembering those moments. Those moments are so important as we, you know, raise our family and we add to our story each day. Right. We're going to talk about another story of the big green van.
1: Yeah. You know, I want to say one thing. Uh, if you remember in our last episode, we talked to, about the the precursor to the little the big green van, which was our other high top van that
0: our old know. our old white Chevy van.
1: Yeah. And I, I remember there's one thing that stood out in my mind with that van is when we we were traveling and we went up to uh, Washington, D.C.
0: Oh, yes.
1: yes. As, as a family. And we, uh, we were going to go park at, um, I think it was Arlington.
0: It was Arlington. Okay. We were going to Arlington Seminary. Seminary. And, <laughs>
1: yeah, Whoops. Cemetery. And so um, we pull up to go park. And I, I guess it was a two- or three-story parking garage or whatever. Yes. And it looked like it was fine for for me to pull the van. In. At that point, you don't realize, what is the height of my vehicle, yeah.
0: right? You go, hmm, seven foot? Eight very, foot? No, I didn't have no. a
1: tape measure with <laughs>
0: no, We didn't. <laughs> We're all sitting in there thinking, I don't know, what, how tall is this? So,
1: So, so, yeah. So we, I, I pull in and I'm looking up, you know, and it looks like it's fine, you know. So we just keep on pulling in and got all, you know, all the way in. And, and there, it's one of those parking garages where you could pull in like on this first floor, floor or whatever, right. and, and you could drive all the way through and then it comes and then you, then it goes out. So there's no roof above part, part of it. And so I just pulled out there because there was no parking. Spaces before that. So, parked out there. We went and, and you know, spent the day and, and came back. And I think it was actually late. We were probably one of the last few vehicles left that day in, in that parking area. Got in the van, started pulling back through. And I'm hearing this scraping noise. <laughs> I remember, uh, oh no, I
0: rolled down the window. Well, I didn't roll it down. This had automatic windows. That was fancy stuff. So, I hit the button. Windows rolling down. I'm in the front passenger's captain's chair, and I shimmy out the window. And I'm sitting on the window ledge on the door. And I'm looking. And I'm like, "Oh my word, we're gonna be wedged in the
1: parking." Yeah, hut. I was like, "Okay, what? How do we get in?" Yeah, h- how do you, how do you get out of this if it really is a an issue? And it was it was hit and miss. It wasn't <laughs> it, was... it wasn't like continual scraping, <laughs> and it wasn't real bad, but it was it was really, bad enough because. Because the other the other thing you're thinking is okay if I get halfway through this garage, and it gets stuck, now what? Oh my word! You know, I don't I don't even know what you do with that. You I take the have... no air out of the tires. I don't know. Oh yeah. That's but but it, it, at any rate, we got through, and you know it was like a lesson learned that we, you know, for the big green van we measured the height, and we also realized that probably most parking garages uh, we shouldn't try it. You know. Yeah.
0: We had never had a vehicle that big. We never had a high top conversion band. I mean, that was never in our you know, in our budget or, you know, in our scenario. So we'd have never had one. Right. But um yeah, that was kinda crazy. And of course, you know, the kids are all like, Oh my dad, we're getting stuck you know, that was a whole
1: yeah. <laughs> hullabaloo. <laughs> but that was that was one thing. Probably should have mentioned last time, but it's it pales in comparison to some of the things we had with our green van. So we hadn't had it long, I guess, just a few years. And one of the things I remember is when we moved to New Jersey, we were up there for about three years and it was our introduction to snow. I mean, we had seen snow before, we never really lived in it like you do when you're in New Jersey because our first. February in New Jersey, because we moved up in late summer the year before, and the first February in New Jersey, it didn't get above twenty degrees, and every time it snowed, it looked—it just seemed like it was a foot or two. It
0: felt like it. It, it really felt, wasn't, but it kept. Well, it there falling. was a
1: lot of two-foot snows.
0: Well, and remember, it kept—it just kept piling on top because right. if it didn't give above freezing, it never melted.
1: So I had. Driven in it a little bit before, not a lot. Tracy, I don't know if you really drove in it very much at all. A little bit. Um, maybe ice storms in, in North Carolina. But so one day, uh, Tracy had this secret ambition, something on her bucket list that she just had to do.
0: Mario Andretti.
1: <laughs> so where the school was at, where we were at, had big fields. And just a lot of land. And so one day, I guess some of the kids were in the car with you?
0: I think most of them were in the van with me.
1: And then you did what?
0: Well, okay, so I pulled off the two-lane road that the school was on. And I pulled onto like a dirt gravel road was what it was on the property.
1: With snow on the ground.
0: With snow on the ground
1: six know, inches to at a at
0: least at least six inches to a foot now mind you there's trees and but this is a gravel road right and there's already been some tire tracks on it so as i'm going i'm thinking man this is the moment so i punch it and i take the van and i start drifting you know i turn my wheel to the right course and you know the front turns to the right and the back starts drifting you know forward and i do it the other way well, the younger kids were like, "Woohoo!" They thought, "Man, this is great." But my oldest, who had already graduated from high school, who has the mentality of, "I'll say," they they always tell him, the kids tell him, you know, siblings tell him, "You're an old man. You just act like an old man." He's in the back, holding on for dear life, screaming at me, going, "Stop! Stop! We're gonna crash! We're gonna crash!" And I'm just like smiling, and I'm, I'm turning the wheel to the right and I'm turning my wheel to the left and I'm just having a grand old time and the younger ones are just hooping it up and having a great time so it was great it was safe nobody got hurt I didn't run into anything but it was amazing
1: and all I heard when I got home that evening was you'll never guess what we did today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what mom did today. what
0: mom did yeah <laughs>
1: Um oh my so, goodness. you know, we had a lot of little episodes and we traveled a lot with it. We when we lived in New Jersey, we regularly went into Pennsylvania and you know, trips and and um we took it in New York. New York. Did we take it into the city?
0: Yeah we did. Remember yeah. We took it to the Yankees game.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh my oh, Yeah, and we took a wrong turn. We yeah, we went to a Yankees games a Yankees game when it was the old stadium in the Bronx. Right and we had a great time it was a lot of fun july you know, was, july 4th or somewhere was, around there yeah w- but it was fun because you know if you're not from that area and you know you want to go and see a game in the the yankees stadium that's a that's clearly a bucket list thing you have to go right to you know a great place with a lot of history and it was a lot of fun and Then when we were leaving, uh, we we thought we were going the right way.
0: Remember, this is before GPS.
1: Yeah. And so we were pulling out of there and following the traffic. And and somehow I took a, a wrong turn and found ourselves right in the middle of the Bronx. And just think for a minute what a big green high top conversion van looks like in some of the <laughs> poorest areas you can think of. Yeah. It was, we were, we were, we were seen. Yeah. And all I, all I remember is say, I told Tracy, I said, get me out of this place. You know, where do we, where do we go? I mean, which way do we go? And she's really good with directions. And I think you just basically guessed at it. You, you had a sense of. You know where we we're at. We may have had a map there. I'm not really sure, but we took a few turns and and found ourselves getting out of that area and back on the you know direction we needed to go. But um, we had a lot of things like that happen and things. And typically, when we're in a green van, most of the time, mm-hmm. unless we're just going to the store or something like that, you know, we've got the family if we're going somewhere.
0: Right. Well, right. family plus.
1: Yeah, family plus. And so these adventures were happening and the whole family was together. And so that kind of, I guess, it's a shared story. It's a shared moment and everybody has their own way. They remember certain aspects of it.
0: Right. Like our oldest son, our oldest, who's our only son, remembers that, you know, driving experience as sheer panic. Right, But yet the younger ones remembered it as, you know, An exciting adventure. (laughs) Like, yes. So, everybody has a perspective. You're correct on the moments.
1: But there's one, there's one episode, there's one moment, there's one memory, I guess, that happened where everyone remembered it the same way because it was really, really horrible. I mean, which one?
0: (laughs) I'm wondering which one this is.
1: So you know you can imagine five, five children, and you know you go to the store and you buy groceries and and so Tracy did that one day and brought them home and I think we may have had another kid with us from another family I'm not really sure but you know like we always do we unload the van and everything and we got all that done fixed dinner that night got up to go to school the next morning no. Or we were. That
0: was the beginning of the weekend. Or that was,
1: there was a day we were, in between. We were going somewhere the next morning, and we were going to school because it was school. Yes, I was going to work because I was head of school and had you know a few of the kids with me. We were all we walked out of the back door to and where the cars were parked and went over to get in my truck, and there was this ungodly smell. I mean, it was, it was bad that you could smell as soon as you walked out of the back door. And...
0: It was like there was an animal carcass
1: somewhere. Yeah, it was really, it was really bad. It was bad enough that I didn't ignore it. Yeah. And so I walked around trying to see if something had died somewhere. (laughs) Because
0: we did, where we lived, there were deer, a lot of deer that came through, and there were, like, fox
1: Mm -hmm. that came through. So it wasn't unusual. So I, the closer I got to the van, the worse the smell got. God, it was awful. I mean, it was like really bad. So got the keys, opened the van. It was. It, I don't. I don't know if many people, you know, if you if you ever experience something that smells so bad, it feels like it pushes you back. I mean, yes, you, you, physically. You 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 just you just can't stand there. Any longer. And it was that kind of smell as soon as I opened the door. It was so bad. Well, come to find out that in the back of the van, we, you know, like, like Tracy said, you know, last episode that you could fold down the back seat, a bench seat, and it'd be basically a bed like. And so we would do that sometimes and put the groceries on top of that. And there was a space underneath that you could actually put some more groceries. And it, it was just easier sometimes that way to open up the back doors and 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 get everything out there. Well, what happened was all the meat that Tracy bought, and there was a lot, was left in the van overnight. And the smell of that bad meat was just—you could you could smell it across the street.
0: It was awful, and it was hot out. Yeah. It was it was very you know. Hot. Summer or whatever it was either beginning of school or end of school year because it was hot, yeah, we were in the south. it was so awful, it just attacked your senses and your eyes and just everything <laughs> it was it, it literally we were trying to get in to go to school, and the kids just became ill
1: yeah you 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 ended up i don't know what
0: i I think the kids stayed home yeah. i mean i at that point we had I was saying, what happened? You know, because what the normal routine is, I get out of the vehicle, I go inside, we've got enough able bodies, unload the van, so I go in the kitchen, and I'm starting to put things away. Right. I'm like, w- what happened? Who left meat in the van? I mean, did you not see this? I don't understand it. It was a big sale on meat, and I thought, man, this is awesome. I'm going to get some extra, you know, cuts of, of meat, and it'll go a long way. And I was so excited. And then I was so sad because I lost all that meat. But that in and of itself wasn't as bad as the smell that lingered in that vehicle for so long.
1: You couldn't get rid of it. it. And I can remember more than a few days, we would just leave every door and every window open all day long.
0: Right. And somebody... We knew, I think it was our neighbor, let us borrow like one of those ionizers right. supposed to neutralize. And we had that plugged in. We had that sitting in the back of the van and it kind of helped, but I'm just telling you, this was way beyond that. I yeah. mean, we would have needed like OSHA or somebody to come in and, you know, for, for the health and well being of the family to come in and clean that puppy out right. and, uh, you know, and then certify it as safe to get back in. But it was it was so bad, and at, from that point on, I think we called it the meat locker or something. Yeah. But it was it was pretty bad. So for a while there, every time you got in the van, it lingered. And
1: we you know, just, now that we're talking about, it, I don't even remember how we got rid of it because you could put it in a couple of plastic bags and trash bags and tie them, and you'd still smell it. It was so bad, but it it was it was yeah it was a rough it was a rough thing to deal with, and and we. Tried everything, but everybody remembers that, you know, and for from that time on, we always were pretty cautious about making sure yeah. we got everything out of the, the van. Did you check the back uh,
0: one more time? Look under everything. Make sure you didn't leave anything in there.
1: And you know, so it it doesn't take long when you have a large family, and you always have friends with your kids, and now you have a vehicle that holds more than just your family. Even though our family was seven, um that you know the van gets a little rough on the inside. it's not bad, it still looked you know nice. well,
0: everything. let me just say we we sort of lived in it. I mean, we went to games, we moved numerous yeah. times in it, we carried animals our well our own animals, and then the human animals that you know bring their stuff in, but I mean you know, not to be crass, but I carried around a, I always carried extra clothes in the van, like Mm -hmm. extra, like large t-shirts, shorts, just, just in case. I always tried to carry, even though my kids were much older, like a potty chair or something. Cause if you're at a ball field or something, especially with girls, just to be honest, you know, it's nice to just stick that in there and you know, they can close the van doors and go to the bathroom. I mean, look, hey, that's a tip. That's a tip for you with really young children. Keep that potty chair. That's right. Because, uh, yeah, but you know, it it was well used. That van was well loved and well used. Yeah.
1: Maybe one, one last story for now, but you know, I'm sure stories will come up throughout our podcast coming up. But one, one story I remember we were, we were riding, we were, we were, gonna go get something to eat and we decided yeah we'll "We'll go through the drive-thru and we have our whole family plus our future son-in-law correct in the van and and so we went we went through the drive-thru we got what we wanted and i do remember that that he got one of a a milkshake one of the things he wanted was a milkshake so he got he got a milkshake right so we're we're you know get through the drive through we're pulling back out we're gonna we're gonna go back home and kind of you know just sit around the table and eat and stuff like that and so he's sitting there and he's just kind of looking around he says i don't i don't understand i don't understand how come the van <laughs> has got stains <laughs> in different places like on the floor or on the seat or whatever like that How does it get so dirty yeah how's it get so dirty It it just, I mean, he wasn't even finished saying that. <laughs> yes. And something happened, and the you milkshake that was sitting in his lap went forward and spilled all over the floor. You had hit the brake, <laughs> and it just, like, he had it between
0: his legs, and he, Wendell hit the brake, and that milkshake just went forward and all over the floor, all over his feet. I thought we were all going to just fall of him. Then,
1: then I look in the rearview mirror, and I see what happened, and I said, that's how. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. That's why we got stains everywhere. Because exactly.
0: <laughs> we have kids. <laughs> and they don't have to be little to uh, spill things. So,
1: yeah, but it was it, it was a great van, and we kept it for many many years until we had to to let it go to somebody else. Let them create their own yeah memories and stuff. That was so sad. It was a sad day, but yeah, but it it was it, it, the half the half price van treated us well for many many years and
0: gave us some full-price memories
1: we just uh traveled in that thing everywhere but again there are there are things in our lives as parents and families children that are opportunities to build memories and the memories and the opportunities way outweigh you know the everything's got to be tidy everything's got to be just so. Everything's got to have it, you know, and I'm for order and and, and things like that, but sometimes the memories happen in between the mess. That is true. And when you step back and look back over the years, you can have a better appreciation for what really mattered in those times. And it wasn't, for us, it wasn't always a perfectly clean, immaculate van, although we kept it clean yeah but it wasn't that it was what happened in the van and what what we did while we were together and the journeys that we had the the memories we created through that and i think that's part of bringing us together as a family more uh it's it sounds silly but but years after that you can look back and see that well in fact that that is true Yes, and, and we all have those. we all have those in our lives, we have those opportunities, and we have the opportunities and and, um you know, let, I would encourage all of us not to waste the opportunities because they're gonna be there, mm-hmm. and like somebody once said, is you know, moments are important, um and keep your eyes open, pay attention, and yes. be present where you are because you may miss an opportunity to create a life time moment in memory. Um, maybe it doesn't mean a lot to par- as parents, but it it may mean it may be a life altering moment for our children right where we don't think it's anything
0: right, and it could very well be something that they in turn when they get older, they look back on right and those moments are built together like. Legos or building blocks that create an entire childhood or you know season of their life, right? That uh, shows them, right, where they're going to go for for the future. It it helps them to navigate and see that that love, that commitment as parents that that you have for your children when they look back. Um, and it is the simple things. That's what's so important. It's it doesn't have to be a lot of money. In other words, you don't have to spend a lot of money to go somewhere to go a, to an amusement park or to go on this big long trip. It's it's the simple moments of life. Like we said, where's your big green van? Is it at your dining room table? Is it on the back porch? Is it when you're all out at the ball field, watching one of the other siblings? And, you know, everybody's there cheering them on or maybe it's at the recital that everybody continues to go to for the, you know, the ballet dance or the piano player in your, in your family, whatever it is, it's those moments that everybody gets together and shares in that moment.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, I know that this is a big part of why we do podcasts, um, you know, family leadership podcast. It's because um, we want to share what we've learned over our forty-plus years now of marriage and raising five children, and now having four grandchildren, one more on the way, and and just navigating life. And but life and the years are made up of moments, and we would just want to encourage uh, those who are listening. To think a a little bit about that and see what you can do to, if you do nothing else but just pay attention, you don't need to manufacture moments; they'll happen. Yeah, they are going to happen, but just recognize them, and be present wherever you are and whatever situation you're in, and don't waste that that time together. Um, it's what our lives are built on. Yes, and how our lives are shaped. Right. So that's what. A lot of what uh, Family Leadership Podcast is about. And um, we hope to be diving in a little deeper and kind of share some specific things about how uh, we can be better families, uh, stronger families, better parents, better, better children, what are some ideas of how we can navigate life together. Yes. And everybody has a little bit different approach at it and have, has a little different way to navigate, but the principles are the same. And uh, so that's where we're headed with this.
0: Awesome, sounds great. Well, listen, we so thankful you guys are listening. Again, we ask you to, as you go about this week, look for the little moments. They're there. You just need to stop and listen and look because they're right there. Once again, thanks for listening. And we ask that you go over to Apple Podcast and uh, leave a review. It helps uh, for others to find this podcast and listen as well. Also. Make sure you leave a review on whatever platform that you listen to us on. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Family Leadership Podcast and also on LinkedIn at Family Leadership Element. We'll talk to you next time.